0: so here's a, a question um and this comes from you know the historian and me so i think in the last 10 15 20 years there's been a turn against the concept of the frontier in American historiography, mm-hmm. uh, and I just like to put it on the record: I'm not sure I agree with that term. I think the frontier is a very important <laughs> metaphor uh, and and way to understand U.S. history. And I was wondering what what you think about this concept of the frontier uh, and how the Philippines plays into that. You know, because of course the United States continentally becomes yeah. consolidated in the late 19th century yeah. for the most part, and then you have this sort of new yeah. frontier and and the search for a new frontier. And someone like Teddy Roosevelt is so obviously, you know. Um, yeah, involved in this discourse. So wh- what do you think about that?
1: I mean, Teddy Roosevelt did articulate the Philippines alongside his idea of going West, right? So, I mean, you, you go West, you end up in California. You can't go West anymore, at least within the Americas. So you cross the Pacific and you end up in Asia. And if you think about the, at least Roosevelt's gang, the gang that he sent to the Philippines, like people like Leonard Wood, his Rough Riders, for example, they thought about the Philippines as a kind of uh, you know, adventure. You know, I have a colleague, for example, who's looking at you know, one of their biggest fascinations, at least Roosevelt's Rough Riders, was finding a na- native buffalo called the Tamarao. And Roosevelt wanted wood to get a Tamarao, to find a Tamarao in the Philippines. And so that, that, that sense of adventure, that sense of going west is definitely present there. But when we think about the frontier, in, at least in Philippine historiography, we need to think about Mindanao. Um, Because Mindanao was never really integrated into the Philippines until the 19th century, and it was barely integrated into the Philippines. I mean, it's obvious by virtue of the fact that significant parts of Mindanao were Islamic. And if you look at the governance of the U.S., at least in the Moro region, it was always separate because they thought about it as less civilized and as a kind of real frontier. That is why... You know, even if the rest of the Philippines, Northern Philippines, for example, during the Taft era had transitioned to civilian government under Taft, Mindanao was still being governed by a military leader. Um, it was actually governed by you know, somebody very close to Roosevelt, Leonard Wood himself, who, who was, for the most part, the, the most dominant figure in Mindanao in the 1910s, in the first decade of the 20th century. He was, in fact, called Datu Wood, uh, because that's what they called big men in Mindanao, Datu. So it's called Datu Wood in Mindanao. And until now, you can talk to elders in Mindanao who will talk about Datu Wood. And some will, you know, this is funny, and we can dig into this. Some will actually have fond memories of Datu Wood.
0: This may be a good place to talk about Mindanao, actually, then. I mean, the the Moro rebellion is still going on. I mean, the, the...